0: We have to create the right vibe, you know, the energy and everybody at the organization has to feel so privileged to be here. It's it's no other way.
1: Thanks for listening to the Purely Arsenal podcast. Please
0: follow us on Twitter at Purely Arsenal FP for all the latest Arsenal podcasts. Welcome to another Purely Arsenal podcast, and no, I haven't offed Jack and buried him in my back garden. He is still very much around, and as Arnold Schwarzenegger says, he will be back, but unfortunately you're going to have to make do with me again, and uh, <laughs> so sorry for you guys, but that's the way it rolls sometimes. So um, last time we did the pod slightly differently, and we want to kind of carry on in that same vein while Jack isn't around to host these um, and before I start off and kick off with anything I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who interacts with the pod so people who ask questions people who like and retweet but also just as a little bit of a throwback I just want to thank everyone who has contributed in the past we had some regulars on uh, we had some people who came on for the one or two shows and I just want to say a big thanks to them all the people who have worked behind the scenes um, and without all of that it wouldn't be happening, you know, all right, you might see three or four faces now on a regular basis when we do, um, uh, you know, uh, stream these or or record these, but uh, essentially it's, it's a bigger team's job. And I just want to say a big heartfelt thanks to absolutely everyone who does it. You know, if I start naming names, uh, I'll always, I'll always miss someone out and then that will do my OCD and it won't be fair. So I just want to say general thank you to everyone. And it's because of that um, it nicely leads on to how we're going to run the the pod today, so what we're going to do as a kind of thank you and a spotlight for the for the you guys, the listeners, we're just literally going to answer because we were very thankful and very lucky to get quite a few questions on the back of uh recording or uh, Jack announcing that we're going to record this pod. So we, what we're going to do, we're just basically going to focus on answering those questions, and then the three of us will maybe give a little summary of what we thought of the the brilliant and emphatic win against Leicester uh, at the weekend. So. I have two very very special people to help do that. Uh, firstly, we have—it's a bit like a bus. Doesn't see—you don't see them for a while, and then you know a few come along all at the same time. We have the one and only Michael
2: Harris. Hello, hello! <laughs> Another good, uh, top intro, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know what's going on. Um, the, the kids are quiet. Uh, if I have to dash off. Probably for some of some it's kicks off upstairs. So, uh, yeah, great oh. to be back. Good to speak to you guys. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to the questions.
0: Great to have you, Michael. And, of course, last but
2: not least, we have
0: Mr. Pod himself, LL, Mr. James Johnston. Thank you for joining.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to be back with you two especially. I mean, um, like you said, thank you to everybody. And the response we got, we, we all panicked. You know, we all thought, oh, God, without Jack, how are we going to steer this ship? And, um, yeah, we did okay. Well, better than okay. I think it went down really, really well. So thank you, everybody. And thank you too as well, you know.
0: No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And I just also actually want to say thank you to you, James, because you said some very nice things about... Um, how uh, it was mainly the purely ask the pod that allowed you to come back into the fray of podcasting yeah. and things. And and they were very nice words and we're all very humbled and touched by that. So thank you to yeah, you Yeah, well, well, I
1: was borderline blacklisted for a while. So <laughs> and then you guys brought you, you guys without me back. I don't, I can't even remember what I said that made people uh, take me away, you know. Okay, I wasn't a, a a very big Wenger fan towards the end, but I don't think I was as bad as some of the others. But uh yeah, Well, their loss is our gain Their
0: loss is our gain Thank I you, say. So, Thank um, you. Um, There you go So what we're going to do We're going to dive right into the questions um, I may answer a couple Or I, I don't know how it's going to work We've never done it like this before We're going to see how it rolls Can I, um, can I just I interrupt you? Um, s- yes, of course can I just stop you in
2: your flow? Sorry, sorry um, I just, you know We can't let this day pass It's a momentous day A day that will be long remembered um, You know it's all, it, it, I can't see it anywhere on the Sky Sports News or anything else they're talking about some other big news that's happened to them but uh, today um, really amazing this 5,000 days since Tottenham last won a trophy I've actually mentioned this is the first time I'm going to mention their name because it's such a significant achievement 5,000 days 13 years without a trophy I think if you're listening to this pod in the car if you've got a bottle in your car if you're listening to this at work get get a, a glass or whatever and raise a toast because that is here, here. some that that is, 5, else, that, is, that is something is that, else. Um yeah. long may it continue.
1: Yes, five thousand more please. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what I had to I had to we 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 oh, respect, that's brilliant. you know, in that in yeah. that sense brilliant. Yeah. But Kylie Saka was an
1: eight-year-old child then they last won. <laughs> Instagram and Snapchat didn't exist. Neil, what you're talking to us on, that hey. didn't even, an iPad didn't exist then.
0: James, the thing. you didn't have hair. You didn't have hair. No, <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah and look at you?
2: Yeah, I know. Of
0: course. Yeah. Gosh. yeah.
2: I I I I, I, I actually had an afro last time believe it or not did you have have a
0: microphone you know when the Simpsons when they go back and they show show the doctor in the olden days he had that microphone was it a bit like that Michael?
2: Yeah, with the froth cone stuck in
0: it. Yeah, oh wow! As well, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. brilliant, Fantastic.
1: fabulous. Oh bless! Yeah. Right, okay. Jack still hosted the pod back then. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. I'm oh,
0: joking. Oh, He'll be yeah, back. I I'm proud. <laughs> I, got, I, I don't think. I, I just. I think I was sort of talking about this. This is far funnier. <laughs> even though, even though our performance was so impressive. But oh god, this is great. All right, so let's kick off. I don't know who I'm going to go with first. So do you know what? Let's start from the top. Let's start from the man himself. So Jack has come in and says he doesn't want to be completely forgotten and he's asked the question himself. So I want to say it's just just read it out and then either one of you two can decide who wants to take it. So he says, uh, obviously talking about the arsenal Leicester performance, he said, is the kind of performances we are seeing start fast and then sit into a low block, sustainable to achieve what we want this season? We haven't X XG expected goals against, ranking 17th in the league, I believe. So clearly it will give a lot of chances still, despite our resilience. I worry that we've become far too passive and deep, far too early in games. And such heroics from Gabriel Ramsdale and Co are unsustainable. So he's asking, you know, this kind of falling back, sitting back, um, going a little bit more passive as we have done in recent times—is that going to be sustainable? Do you think it will be our Achilles' heel? That's—he's just asking what our thoughts are on that. So whoever wants to go for that one, go for it.
1: I'll let you go, like James. Let you. Let you yeah, yeah. So for me, um, I think I think you ride it until obviously it gets proven otherwise. Um, I hate to be so dismissive of it. Um, <laughs> for me, I, I think at, at the moment. Um, if you said to me that, uh, well, if you said to me that we're going to play Aston Villa with Brendia, Ings and Watkins, and neither of them are going to score. And we're going to play Leicester with Madison, Daka, Ian Acho, Vardy and Barnes, and they're not going to score. Um, I, I would have thought you were deluded, but seeing what we're doing um i think I, I do think a lot of it is riding your luck but at the same time um you know luck luck is an element but at the same time as well um so a lot of it is preparation and timing and a lot of it goes to a man who's probably going to get mentioned in this podcast a lot i know you Neil, are going to mention him way more than probably anyone else on this podcast is going to mention him but um I think Aaron, Rat. you know, I saw people that were Leicester fans on Twitter going, well, oh, you only won that game because you're a goalkeeper. I'm like, well, yeah, mainly when you keep a clean sheet because your goalkeeper's done you're That's sort of why you have a goalkeeper. You know, that's that's what he's there for. So, <laughs> and um, I, again, this guy at the moment has given that back for such a monumental lift. I think Gabriel as well is, is another big link. I think the two in the middle protecting him are brilliant as well at the moment. And um, I kept saying about all these players we've played against and we've kept the uh, clean sheets and the shutouts against them. Um, If we go to Anfield and stop Salamane and Familio from getting a goal, that's for these the next test. If we go and do that, then boy, oh boy, you know, they're they're better than I think they are now. And I I already think they're good. So, yeah, it's it's just a case of you just run with it until, obviously, I, I mean... This is it. We, we we haven't been a side that, for me, plays for 90 minutes for a very, very long time because I think the style isn't fully ingrained into all the players because they've had to chop and change so much. You mentioned it, Neil. You said there's too many and there's no... But now we're seeing partnerships being formed. These are going to be in there, hopefully touch would none of them get hurt until at least Boxing Day, when, again, we mentioned it last time about the African Cup of Nations... All these partnerships are going to be solidified. And so that, you know, as long as that stays the same and that stays consistent, hopefully we just keep riding the wave of luck or whatever you want to call it for as long as we can.
0: Can I just add, I, I I agree, I completely agree. I don't think it's just a matter of luck. I think um I'm going back to George Graham days and I've probably mentioned this a few times before, so I apologise. But I think he came in to the job and he first wanted to make sure the defence was working correctly. And he built from the back going forwards. And I think kind of like this is this is, this is a similarity with what Arteta's doing. I think he wanted to make sure the defence is working, it's connecting, moving forward and moving forward. Um, and I, although, yes, we we were... We, we had to defend very well. We had to be very resilient in the second half. It was like a game of two halves, but actually the first time I've seen a game of two halves from Arsenal in a very long time where actually both were positives. You had the attack, attacking first half and then you had the defensive second half on on, on, the, on the whole. And that resilience is, is, is yeah, Ramsdale was just out of this world. There's no doubt about it. But I still think the defenders done a really good job as well. And, and in, in a way, it's good experience for them. You know, Leicester are no mugs. They're a good blooming team. And everyone was going, I was reading reports after, because it's usually in the media, oh, yeah, you know, Leicester, you know, off the ball, they didn't really start well. I'm saying, no, hang on a minute. We played good to stop them from playing well. It's not about they were rubbish. We played well. So I'm not, you can't take that away from us. You know, it's like we just cannot win as far as the media is concerned. We played brilliantly. The other teams played rubbish. Do you know what? I,
1: I missed the first half because um, mm. I was travelling to uh, go watch um, Dagenham and Redbridge. So I had to listen to the first half on the radio. I've watched it back since. But um, that was the only time, and it was Clive Tildesley, who we all know he's a Closet Man United fan. I can't stand the guy. And he, he had Trevor Sinclair on there with him. Um, I've never really been a big fan of Trevor Sinclair as a pundit, but he actually was the only one who went, can I just say here that this is not Leicester have been terrible. This has been Arsenal you know in a way a masterclass <laughs> from Arsenal that has stopped this le- and I was like do you know what finally someone and it was someone who I never would have expected it to come from has actually bigged us up so yeah I will you know I will throw that out there that there is a seems to be a change in the guard of what of praising us for how well we're actually doing
0: yeah no I mean I even said I said uh, I put it to me out saying it's very Wenger-esque this first half and People going no, but it's all Arteta. But they're missing the point. It's actually a, a compliment to Arteta that he's getting the players to almost play that Wenger type of, of style, uh, which we all came to love, you know. And 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 it's gone down in history as you know an epic era for us. So I I, I think I was really glad to see the second half, and I, I I actually really am pleased that we can do both sides of the coin. Yeah, and I think Jack's sort of point: how far can we take that? How far? How resilient can we be? But we won't know until that time comes. So long may it continue. So let's move on to the next question. I'm sorry. I know it sounds really. Unprof- it looks really unprofessional. I'm sitting here reading them, but I don't know them off by heart. Um, and Michael, Michael did bring you, did you in.
1: Did you want to add anything to that, Michael, or did you not? Uh, no, I just say you, Neil said. Oh, sorry, uh,
2: Michael. No, no, it's all right, mate. It just said uh, we ride it until. Um, that time comes. I think that time's gonna come at <laughs> And then we'll see. <laughs> we'll see exactly if this uh you know, low block or whatever you want to call it, if yeah. we're able to spring in because you know, we remember, we're away from home, we're against a good side. Um we're not gonna be the only team that's gonna go to Leicester and do what they did. You know, Man United did it um when they got thumped for two, they they you know sat back counter-attacked as such. Second half, they tried They tried to press and they couldn't do it. We sort of did it the other way around. We pressed and we imposed and we got our results. Um, you know, we're, we're not the only team that's going to go and, and do stuff like that. And the goalkeeper is inspired. How many times have we, we played against teams and goalkeepers have won man the match awards because they've just been, been unbelievable. I remember one game I watched, uh, I think, West Ham beat us one nil. I think. And Rob Green saved absolutely everything, and he got a standing ovation when he actually walked off the pitch. From the Arsenal fans, but still stayed there. It happens, you know. I we just yeah. hope with Ramsdale so it happens more often than not. But, um, I agree with what you both said. You know, we just have to be a bit smarter. Hopefully, if we do this low block, we've got to make these counter attacks when we get them, we've got to make it count, we've got to make it stick up there. Um, and whether that's with players coming off the pitch or off the bench, whether that's a Pepe or Martinelli, you know, we've got to make make it count, because if we don't, you know, if we do sit back, we are going to run out of luck one, one night and, uh, you know, we'll we'll concede. But, you know, it's, it's, good, it's, it's good to be talking like this in this situation that we're actually, you know, getting results mm. rather than it being the other way around. Um, because we, we were talking about the other way around. We were playing this way, this inviting pressure. When we weren't doing anything up top, we weren't getting the results. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Anfield is going to be the one where we see if this is the right way to go on it.
0: No, I completely agree. And don't, don't forget, we recently beat them at Adelaide, albeit there was no crowd, but we did beat them. Remember? So, you know, and they were a good side there and it wasn't as if they had rubbish players. So it's anything's possible. Anyway, right. Let's get into the listeners' questions. Um, this one is from, gosh, I hope I can say this quite. Gung Ho Guna, I think it is. So thank you so much for your question. Um, and again, a lot of these uh, uh, listeners, you know, often interact and, and, and uh, ask questions and, Make 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 comments and things. So thank you once again to to you. So he's saying, how good is our goalkeeper? Oh, this could be. In. I'm going to give it to Michael though. But on a serious <laughs> note, for me, we need to extend Laka. His role is bringing so much out of the youngsters and gives them a much needed platform to excel. He also brings the best out of over in my opinion. Do you think we should extend,
2: Michael? Um, it's tough I, I mean, I think. If I, I personally think we're in the summer, we're going to go big. I think maybe James, you mentioned before in in the in the chat in the WhatsApp chat. Um, I think we're going to go big for a striker uh, in the summer. Um, I think that's going to be the last piece, and and that type of uh, physical, you know, mo- mobile, a bit more mobile than lacquer, obviously a bit a bit of pace who can run in behind. I think that's the type of guy we're going to get. There's a couple that spring to mind, but I won't say who they are, but. Um, if we can't obviously get the, the key target, I think, um, if Lack is happy in playing a, you know, limited minutes, I think, we, you know, we, we, we would, we would take him, you know, just try and sign him if he could. But I, I, right now I would, I would sign him. I would, I would offer him, a, you know, another a year or two, or two years. And then in that time, if you do bring someone in, um, then, you know, you, 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 if it doesn't work, you've got, you, you've got someone on the side who can come in and maybe take the reins. So, so to speak, speak while that person settles into the, to the system. But, um, I would, I, I would, he's, he's, um, he's always been a professional. Uh, um, um, like I said, you know, he's had one little dally off the pitch, which, um, you know, is in the papers. But other than that, he, he's, either never he, hear him moan he comes on he always tries he had one season I think half a season where he looks really off the ball he looks a little bit unfit and a little bit heavy but then the guys you, know, you can see he's loved by the players the young guys at the Emma Swift-Rosaka always rave about him what he does on the training pitch um, and that's what we want you know he's one of the pillars now you know David Luiz is gone um, you know so you know you, you know, we've got this young, young team the youngest team in the Premier League why would you want to take away one of those pillars who's, who, you know, seems happy there, you know, playing and contributing um with the experience and everything to impart on to the, to the next generation coming through. So I, I would, I, I would like to keep him on uh, if, if it was down to me, yeah.
1: Another good point as well with Lacassette is that, um you know, we all know how good he is, but he still never gets picked for France. And I don't think he ever will because Deschamps, Uh, likes to have that target man for, you know, he's brought Benzema back in the fold when it looked like Benzema would never play for France ever again. And um, that's a benefit because we could go out and we could spend, you know, 35, maybe 50 million, you know, Arteta's not signed a centre forward yet. He signed a winger in Willian and we all know how that went. So this is, this will be a massive test for him is to buy a centre forward. Cause like you said, it's the last piece of that jigsaw really of how we want to go. And if we buy, you know, a 35 to 50 million plus striker. You know, you, you, you're saying you won't mention names, Michael. Uh, I, I'm not afraid to mention names. You know, Calvert-Lewin's one. He's injured at the moment, but he he gets picked for England. He could get hurt on international duty. And then we're back to square one again. Ivan Tony's another one that people throw out there. He's not quite yet in the international fold, but he definitely will be because of how classy he is. He's that good, in my opinion. And, um, you know, that's a worry, is that if we get someone of that calibre, that does play internationals, there's those extra games that, that they'll burn out with. With Lacassette, you know, that's a safe option. That's a guy that, you know, has worked with these young players. They're getting better with him. They're going to get better even more so with him there as well. I think, for me, you give him another year and then at the end of the next season, you probably say to him and maybe the captain at Bamiang, they're probably both going to go. That will be the end for them both. And then you go with a completely new front line that you know is developed because like we said last week i of course i want him to stay because i love pepe the bits but you know i think he's on last legs as well and then that's all that most expensive strike force in the premier league ever all three of them that we had they're all going to go and it's a rebuild again of the front like you said just just a minute ago neil he started building from the back and then he's going to go to the front and that's it now. He's, got to build, he's going to build a whole new front line, potentially. Yeah.
0: No, I, I, I just want to just applaud Lucker actually. I think the cameo Crystal Palace has done in the world of good. Getting that, oh, that equaliser has mm. almost like sparked him into life. It's almost like rejuvenating him. It's sent something coursing through his body. Um, he, it's clear that he does love being here. He's enjoying it. He's got that great rapport with Aubameyang. I think they enjoy playing together as well. Um, and uh, he, as Michael and both of you have mentioned, he's fantastic for the kids uh, or the younger players. I shouldn't call them kids, really, the younger players and a great mentor. And, and he's strong. You know, what we see of him is he's, he's at, at the moment, he's almost keeping Odegaard out of the team. Um, and, you know, him, him cutting back and going a bit in, deeper inside and he's just making a nuisance of himself, frustrating the defenders. Um, bamboozling them and, and just being that hard hard body there which can you know, hold players off and can create things and be that link man almost. So I, I, I love I love him to bits and I, I just hope, you know, he can carry on doing what he can at least for this season then we'll have to wait to see as you guys have alluded to and see what happens in the summer. But no, that's a great question and thank you for that question from, uh, again, I'll try and say, I think it's Gung Ho Guna, so thank you for that. So let's move on to um, it's monsieur, uh, I, I think he's. Do I need to say the ads? I hope you guys know who you are. I'm sorry, I've not got my glasses on and they're so difficult to read. Maybe James can have a look at look at them later just to say thank you. But, but he's, you, he's, he's, he's you've he's got in, it
1: you've got it right. He's he's regularly involved. He, he yeah oh yeah he's regularly No,
0: I just wanted yeah. to try and read his out, but I can't. It's just too small for me. I'm really too old, James. Um, but basically, it's it's almost like a it's not a question. It's a statement, but it's, it is a question. We can we can talk about him. He's saying why aren't opposition teams attacking more down our left side, Gabrielle? Absolutely love Gabriel for being such a bully. It's not. It's just not fair on rival attackers. Brilliant signing. So it's a fantastic statement stroke question. I think he's just he's just mentioning Gabriel and how good he's been um, ever since he's, he's like come back into the fold. So um, James or Michael, do you want to have a quick uh, mention of and see what your thoughts are on Gabriel and how he's done so far? Want to go for that one, James?
1: Yeah. Um, oh, look, Since he's come back, he's been amazing. He's been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, you, you used to rave about the uh, the old Gab- Brazilian Gabriel, but this, this, this guy's new and improved and it, he's even better. And um, again, I just go back to we need to form the partnerships. And him and Ben White's partnership at the moment is absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, to touch on the first goal, Again, he, he scored that brilliant header against Benfica. I think Jack tweeted about it, about how good he is at doing this sort of looping backwards type header that he's doing. And um, it's a really, really good goal. But for me, it's Ben White's run that drags Tielemans away from him that makes him go, right, I've got the space now. And so you can tell there's Summit in there with them two, that everyone's coming together. And yeah, no, he's he's been amazing and... Um, a lot of people said, you know, if Bamiang, you know, for whatever reason, does go down and everything else, obviously Lacassette's going to have the armband probably when he's in the Cup of Nations. But if Lacassette's not on that pitch, who are you going to give the armband to? I know there's a certain someone from Switzerland that might be back by then that might want to go for the armband. Uh, <laughs> but for me, uh, we all talked about Tierney, but if for me, I think you've got to give it Gabriel. That guy... Um, and I don't even I don't even know how good his command of English is still. I've You know, I've not seen him come out there and do anything much. I know that I've seen him do a few basic words and phrases here and there, but he is absolutely sensational. I, really I don't think he needs to say anything, James. probably doesn't know. He just he, he, he speaks the game and that's enough. That's that's the best, yeah. you know, that's the best compliment you can. I mean, if Ramsdale didn't do what he did, he'd have been man of the match. He'd have been man of the match, mm. you know. If if no, if Ram yeah, if Ramsdale didn't pull off half those saves that he did, I mean, uh, there's the one that we'll probably touch on later, but there's more than that one. There's so many in that game that he did. But yeah, no, Gabriel's absolutely sensational. What a signing and what a player. And
0: a near post um, again. That that set piece that coach is doing wonders. Another corner goal from a corner near post sucker assist. What more can you want? It's working, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's mm-hmm. definitely working. So, great, great, uh, great stuff from uh, Monsieur. Thank you for answering Michael, that one Michael again. Um, sorry. Did
1: you, did you have anything, Michael? No, no, just I keep feeling we just excluded him. <laughs>
0: just, just jump in. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not as fluid no, as Jack is, so I apologise. But just no, jump no, in no. if you, if, you, if, you, if you, just touching no
2: on, just touching exactly what he said and what I said uh, last last week. Just since he's come back, he just looks like a. He's, he's taken the responsibility he's like the other the other statesman back there and taken over um, the, the, the reins of what David Luiz is there and take you know and, and looks like he wants to defend takes it personally if you know Michael Jordan uh, reference takes it personally if he if someone even has a shot or, or or you know beats him to the head or something and you know when he makes a clearance like I said they're all high-fiving him, it's from him and obviously you know sparking off Ramsdale and it's just getting everyone going so um yeah just you know he, he's he's been immense he's been absolutely immense and, uh, they
0: all look they all look like from the fact that they just want to play uh and and it's almost like their goal uh in, in uh, no plan intended is to keep a clean sheet and it's like scoring the goal if you get a clean sheet it's like scoring the goal and that looks like their mission and it's like they're all they all want to be part of that and um and yeah. as good as as good as the defenders are, you know Tommy as well, and and Tavares, you know all all of them. Um, Tini, unfortunately, I'm I'm sure he'll get back in the team. But at the moment, I think Tavares is keeping him out, or he's doing as good a job as he possibly can be asked to do. But I think it also helps that when you've got a keeper as blindingly as good as Ramsdale, that's going to help the defenders' confidence as well, and yeah. that's a massive thing. So. I, I think, all oh, good, long mate, continue, as far as I'm concerned, and, you know, en route to the quad, as far as I'm concerned, too. <laughs> as you all know, I always go on about. Melvin, good, good friend of the pod and uh, a good lad, um, he asks, do we sit... How? OK, so it's a little bit, little bit like what Jack was talking about. He's saying, do we plan to sit back after taking the initiative, or is it a fatigue issue? Michael, why don't you go for that one?
2: Yeah, I mean, that was one of the things... Uh, I was thinking as well, yeah. You know, when James was answering it, Um yeah, it could be that. Um, but um, no, necessarily, it's probably some tactical uh, master plan that he's he's trying to see how, how it pans out. Um, but yeah, I, I think there are going to be teams where you're going to have to play like that and 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 just sit off them a little bit. And and then there are going to be other teams where you press on a bit. You put, you know, you're. You, you you sort of make a statement in terms of the game and press a lot higher for a lot longer um even if you are you know two goals up you know so um but yeah i, I mean I, I mean i guess it could be a, a, a fatigue thing because obviously the games that we've had you know we had the the monday and then we had the friday and then you know so not being that greater. You know, days of rest in terms of compared to other teams. But then, you know, you think, um, uh, Le- uh, Leicester played, um, in the League Cup on the same night as we did. So, um, it could be that, it could be fatigue, but, um, I think you, you can get away with that, you know, if, if you're playing against lesser opposition. But the other end, we've got to be a bit more cuter and clinical going the other way, you know, because if you're getting all that pressure, just one goal, just one goal on the break totally kills, kills the momentum of the team who's, who's, you know they could have all the possession they want after of that, but you know you you just increase that lead and you know, you, you you see it out. But um, but yeah, it could be could be that could be a factor, could be a, a big factor.
1: For, for me, I still think Thank the you. main oh. thing is is that the the guy's inexperienced. You know, he he has the knowledge book from being under so many of these. You know, obviously he played under Arsene. He's gone and done what he did at City. He was raised in the Barcelona academy. He, he spent time, you know, at Rangers, tough, you know, tough league. This, you know, this was when Scottish football was a lot more competitive than it is now. Um, it was, and it was, going, you know, tough games up there and everything else. And, uh, you know, he was at Everton for a long time and they, they, they were a tough side to beat back then when they were in, you know, when they were doing what they were doing under Moyes. And, um, I think when he has someone that obviously outthinks what he's done he will all, he airs on the side of caution but I think now that we're actually sort of blowing teams away and I think he's slightly learning right okay maybe I can sustain it a bit longer before I revert back to shut the game down and everything else like that you know I mean um When we brought Odegaard and everything on, obviously it slowed it down a bit because Odegaard likes to control it and take a few more touches and spread it around and everything else like that. So I think it's going to come with time and um, hopefully it will be, you know, this Sunday because I think that's a team there that, you know, okay their last away performance wasn't bad, but we should be going out there and giving these a, you know, a good three or four.
0: No, I completely agree with him, and, and you know, well answered. And, and uh, yeah, and nothing more I can add really. I think that's uh, the way to look at it. I just, I just think um, I, I, I've got a good, strong belief now in the way he's doing it. I, I, I really did waver, as you as you know, especially you two, especially you know, when we on our WhatsApp group, and I was really concerned about where is he going with us and what are we doing. But the last few games, um, I think there is something to be said about what he's trying to achieve. However, I'm still erring on caution and we've still got to not get too carried away. And I think we should all just take one game at a time. I think, as Michael said earlier, I mean, I'm not too worried about the, the game this weekend, although all due respect to Watford, but I am. I think the Anfield one is going to be a massive, massive test and we'll see how we do. And if we come away with a point, even a point, that's, that's yeah. a massive thing for and us.
1: It's, and it's, it's, yeah. not just, it's, it's not just Anfield, it's the one after it, because if rumours are to be believed, he's got to play he's got to play old Unai again. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, that, that, That for me is another massive, you know, if he, uh, if he loses again to Unai, I think a lot of people might have the daggers back out for him, especially if we, mm. you know, if we get spanked at yeah. Anfield. I think that uh-huh. it's, it's going to create a hostile atmosphere there for him.
0: Yeah, let's let's not think about it. Let, let's let's celebrate what's been happening, and we've had a oh good yeah, hundred percent. Oh, and, oh uh, no no no, we hundred percent. And and let, let's let's we, uh, we're going to spank Watford Anfield. Don't worry, don't you worry about that, James. <laughs> so let's move on to uh, another question from Brett. Paul Stevenson I think it is uh, also contributes regularly to the pod thank you for that and he's saying okay so just going on what I said that's weird he said I'm still not convinced by the manager I think the players are getting the results for him discuss so that's an interesting who wants to go for that one both of you silent
1: do you want me to take it
0: Michael, no, he's, uh, he's keeping himself on
2: mute. <laughs> um, uh, you know, that's a funny one. I, mean, I think um, it's weird. We've gone through a roller coaster since he's been there. You know, I think when he first came in, obviously he had the run and then, then it was stopped and then it had the run again, won the, won the cup. It looked like he had everyone playing for him. Then there was a period where it looked like, it looked like no one wanted to play for him. And we, were, we had that run again. We lost to Villa, we lost to. Um, Burnley, Russell, Wolves, you know, all at home. Um, and then the start of the season, it looked like, you know, he's lost the dressing room, Everyone wants to play, doesn't know what he's doing. And now we've gone on this run. Um, I think the players that he's got in, especially the likes of Tomi Asu and um, Ben White, um, especially, are playing for him. Um, and they're playing because, one, you know, they're, they're at Arsenal Football Club and... Um, and he's obviously shown belief in them that he's, he wants them to be part of this, I hate, I hate the word project, but part of this this plan to, you know, his process, I hate that word as well. Um, so, you know, to, to get to where we want to be, We're all, where we all want to be, back in the Champions League and, you know, sitting at the top table and, and just hoping beyond hope you actually do something in a competition and do something, you know, in the league as well. Um, so I think that, that those players has sparks off. again. It's all energy and momentum sparking things off with different people, and seeing someone come in showing some desire to actually, you know, win a tackle and not get beat and win their battle, and then that goes off to to someone else and someone else, and so you know they're up for it. I need to be up for it. Otherwise, if I'm not meeting this standard, I'm out. You know, I'm out of the team, and they'll get someone else in. And that's all it takes. It just takes people to have accountability. And we've been, we've been screaming about it for years. Are there? About players having accountability. Wenger used to just let them get away with loads of stuff, you know. He just chuck in a eight out of ten performance at home against someone, and then we go away, and we just think the place out. And he just he'd let them get away with it. They'll all start the following week. Now you know that they've hit they've hit this level. We've got this run. Anyone that comes in has got to hit that level as well. Otherwise, you're out. And that is whether you can call it what you want. You can call it playing for the playing for the manager or playing for yourself. But if if the key thing for me is if you're a player, um, you play a game. The key thing is, is you're not playing for the manager. You're, you're playing for yourself and you're, you, you, you're not, you're, you, you don't want to let yourself down. Because if you let yourself down, you're letting your, your family and friends down, your circle of friends, the bigger circle of friends, people that know you, oh shit, he's, he's, he's not playing well. And, then, and that le- that bleeds into your kids going to school. Like so if you turn up and you do the performances, that will knock on to you doing well for the team, for the whole collective. That goes on to you doing well for the manager and the fans and the club. So for me, play for you, play for yourself. Don't let yourself down because if you don't let yourself down, everything else will fall into place and that's whether you're playing for the manager or not. So I think, that, I think they are playing for him. I think they are, they're they all into this system and this way of playing. And um, um, I'm worried, I'm, the only thing I'm worried about is, as James said, that anyone gets injured. You know, because then maybe the level might drop a little bit because these 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 um, partnerships have been so so good. What happens if someone's out of that for three or four games? Maybe one game might be all right, but if they're injured for three or four games, then maybe the level might drop. But that's the only worry. But I think I think they're playing for him. I think at the moment they're, <laughs> they're playing for him. But I'd say
0: I, I think so. And the injury thing is a massive worry. It's like we are cursed with it, aren't we? We we we, we used to I remember the in the Wenger days. Um, before he was, he, you know, people were turned on him and who we were very very nasty to him. We had a few seasons where we were still kind of knocking on the door, um, finishing quite high up in the table, maybe even competing for the league title. And we'd have a really good run up to maybe January, February, and then we would not get an injury, we would get key injuries, and that would just destabilise the whole team. And that's been my fear. Quite, I've not been saying it because I'm always trying to be so positive and we're going to just run through everything now and win the league even this season. But <laughs> I, I, deep down, I'm thinking, my God, they're playing so well together. I mean, I even see it in, in substitutions. I think, you know, when he when might make a substitution at 65, 70 minutes and then and a couple of players come off who've been doing so well and it changes the balance of the team immediately. Um, and can you imagine that if there's an injury, God forbid, if there isn't one, um how is that going to affect the the rest of the team because at the moment they seem to be all very i don't know just just working for each other in such a great way uh that word i can never say james telepathically got it telepathically they they seem to be working like that at the moment and
1: yeah for, for me um i think i think it's a bit of both um so you know i've still got reservations about the manager i think i think most people do um but at the moment, uh, like you said, with everything that's going on, and also I've played Devil's Advocate in the, in that Leeds game, we made nine changes. And I don't think the drop-off... Okay, the drop-off in individual qualities, obviously there. We all know that. They're nowhere near as good as the P. But in terms of the style and everything else, it didn't drop that Great much. Great point. It didn't drop Sorry. that much, especially with nine changes. And you know what? It's not the days of where you could lose your Ashley Cole and you could lose your, you know, your soul or your Torre, eh? And then there's Senderos and Flamini to get you to a Champions League final. It's not like that because all the others were so bed in that they could carry the rest of them. But we are getting to that sort of, you know, if we keep going on this little run, I'm not trying to get overly carried away. But if we keep going on this run and we keep doing what we're doing and getting results, when someone like, OK, I don't mean to single out players or what have you, but say you know, something happened to Ben White and Rob Holding would need to come in. Him and Gabriel would be okay. Tommy Asu and him would be okay. You know, we, we, the main one at the moment, you know, if you told me we're going to lose Kieran Tierney for a sustained run of games, especially against someone like a Leicester and everything else like that, where you know you are going to bomb you on the wing with what they've got, you'd be worried. But Tavares... You're not, you know, you're not really calling cool it. The best compliment you can give Tavares is, is you're not going, bloody yo, I missed Tierney today." That's the best compliment you can give him, and he's he's absolutely wonderful. He's a wonder. Every single one that he bought in the summer so far haven't given us anything that we go, "Oh, you let us down." You know, the only thing you could really touch on is how bad White was in the first game when he got outjumped and um, when Laconga... Messed up for that goal against Palace. But that's none Well, that's it. That's, so that's, that's what I was just about to say. And again, you know what? You forgive them that because you're like, they're young and they won't do it again. If you look in the first half against Leicester, Ramsdale plays a ball out and it's terrible and it gets pounced on by Soyanchu, and he played it into Ianacho, and then he tapped it round, and he even went, lads, yeah, yeah, yeah. He redeemed it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And he went, he put his hands up and went, yeah, mine, and he's like, yeah. Did he make a bad pass after that? No. But do you know what
0: that does? You immediately rectifying a mistake, that yeah. must make your confidence just skyrocket. Exactly. And not only and not only yours, but everyone's around you yeah. because they're like thinking, shit, what's he done? And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, oh my God, he's just actually, he's yeah. saved it
1: himself. And again, it's so, what you, it's what you said, Michael, about the accountability because he's like, I am not making myself look like it. I mean, you mentioned it in our WhatsApp group and it's a great little clip when in the second half, every goal he's doing, they're doing you know your shit, and then he joins in at the end. you know he's giving it back because he's like, no, I'm not having you lot today. He's like, did you oh, see you know super... look at my save in the first half from the you know I'm not having you. So you know I, that's it. It's 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 nice to have not only good players but characters, good yeah. characters. Uh, I think that I think that speaks volumes.
0: Mm,
1: I, th- I think so. I I
0: I. I... I'm very hopeful and positive. I think there is something very special building up here. And yeah, you, you alluded to the fact that Ben White didn't have the greatest starts, but look how quickly he's rectified that. Mm-hmm. How many players you've got to remember the price tag he had on his head? It's not, you know, it was a big one. It was he was a big, big, big media signing? Um, yeah. So the the spotlight, is on him, and
1: all that as well with Saliba play, being on loan and, and yeah, people thinking he's that, better than him. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. And you've got to remember some of our greatest players ever didn't start off very well. They were yeah. very slow to start and then they ended up becoming almost gods uh, in our eyes. So can you, can you imagine you know, give what Twitter can you
1: imagine what Twitter would be like uh if you know, at the start of Thierry Henry and Robert Pires? Oh damn. Look at <laughs> Robert Pires probably would have had to have been sold from the backlash he would have got on Twitter before he uh yeah. scored against Spurs and then started, you know, he started from That's there. That's right. That's I, right. I, Even Burkham was yeah, slow to start. Yeah. Yeah, he was quiet, yeah, for the first couple of games. So,
0: you know, we've got, to, we've got to take all these things into consideration. As long as we improve, and learning is the best thing, if you learn from your mistakes and they do that, we forgive them because on the end of the day, we all love the club and we're happy to, to to forgive. So, no, I think it's great stuff. So, we move on to Matt LeChamp. The the champ. he's called The Game on Twitter. Uh, he's a good friend and a good friend of the pod. Um, he's saying... Kind of the same again, uh, but we're going to we're going to answer all of them. Has anyone's views changed or softened on Arteta remaining as manager during the recent unbeaten run? And do you think this recent patch of form is more down to him or the players? <laughs> and then he says, "I know Guna Sentienes I don't know who the hell that is. Has been particularly anti-Arteta protester from day one." <laughs> So I think we've kind of touched on it, Matt, to be honest. I mean, we, we probably, we, I think we answered it all of ourselves, uh, Michael and James, at least, in, in the last question. So thank you for your question and thanks for that little dig. I, I do appreciate that. So let's have a look at John Brown. John Brown, another good friend. Um, he said, Kieran Tierney is in a good fight with Nuno. So here, we just touched on it, for the left-back position. The competition for places is good. It's a good thing. At the moment I wouldn't drop Nuno. What do you think?
1: No. No. Can't change Michael? Can't, can't change the
2: side.
0: No, I agree. Michael, any other thoughts on that?
2: No, he's, he's 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 got the shirt, so um you know, he's, he stays in. He stays in and uh you know he's gotta you know, when he comes back in he's gotta be at that level, near the other level that we he he was in when he first came and uh yeah, you know, you can't you can't take it off uh Whereas now, you know, he's, he's been immense, just offers us a little bit of different dimension, coming inside as well with his runs, you know, rather than always outside on the left of Tierney, you know, maybe when he comes in, he'll start maybe doing bits like that. But uh, no, he's only the different dimension. And yeah, touching on, again, what James has said, yeah, the, the levels so far of the players that have come in has been great, you know. Um, you know, so yeah, it, it, it's it, it's everything's going well, you know, there's there there is definitely something something building and uh um if the levels remain the same as they are, I mean again if Tomorrow it keeps on playing like he, he does and, you know it, you know why, why should we why should you change it? The same with, with uh, Ramsdale with Leno, you know, people were sort of saying that he might come back in um for the for Derby, North London Derby and he, he didn't and you know the rest is history. So you no, know, okay. you, you can't you can't you can't, you know, have any favourites or whatever. Um we can't go down that road again because that, that happened before.
1: You, you never know. Sort of led us really well. oh, I, I'm
0: sorry, James. No, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, I I think at the end of the day, you have to play your best players at the moment. I'm a, uh, as much as I love Tierney, you guys know how much I love Tierney. I want him to be captain, etc. And I thought it was great. I thought he, this season he's just been. A teeny bit off the boil, I think he became a little bit predictable, just as what you said, Michael, as he was just literally going straight up. But Tavares has got the power and the pace to almost like do something slightly different. Um, and I think it, what would it say to the player if all of a sudden, no, as soon as Tini's back, he's he's dropped? You've know that you've got to remember what, how that affects players mentally. And I think Tini has is a, is a, got a great head on young shoulders and I think he'll understand. And I think it, actually, if anything, that competition will enhance him and he'll think, right, i'm getting i'm I'm really pleased with you boy, but I'm going to get my place back so it'll start pushing him more and more and this is what we want. We want at least two players in each position to be just as good as each other and pushing each other further and further because that will make us a winning championship team I think um so i i, I think no, I'm going to agree with both of you. I think no, that has to has to stay It's interesting That's
1: because it. if you if you want you could go to Liverpool and you could do the 3 five two. Like what you know, Scotland and that, what Tierney does there, and you can play Tierney as the left centre back in the three, and have Tavares as the wing back, which would be quite interesting because you got a potential there for a good overload on Trent, who would like who would be coming forward on that right hand side. So if you want to counter, you you could have an option there. I for me, I don't think you. I would like us to stick with what we're doing against Liverpool. I think Matt should stay how we are, and let's let's have a go. Let's see. Let's see. But. You know, he, he it's does, not broken, he does play, the moment. no, but he does tend to play that big. You know, I think he played a three against Chelsea um, at home, and I think he played a back three as well against Man City away, didn't he? So in these bigger yeah. games, you know, he does tend to revert to type of a back three, you know, back three or But it didn't five. work. No, but it did no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and now he's yeah, sort of it pulling. Try it try. seems to
2: be. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Might, yeah, be. might have try something. He might have to try something though against uh, Salah on that side yeah. as well. Um, yeah so you know that guy's on fire at the minute and uh, yeah so yeah. He might have to you know what he likes to do in big games and he? he likes to try something different you know play yeah. 4D chess oh he's he might not expecting that. I'm going to do that <laughs> you know I'm, I'm going to do I'm going to do this because he's not expecting that and um, you know he might he might do something like that you know um, so yeah, yeah I think he might have to do go, go with a free um, against and if you've got someone like Terraris, like on that side with his with his power running power he makes you know do arnold think about you know twice about going this way because this guy's just going to breeze past me. Yeah, it potentially you know, or pushes or him another
1: 10 yeah. yards back. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it could be a massive difference. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes a big, big uh, switch there, to be honest.
0: No, that's a fair point. No, no, that's good points. Okay, so thank you, John, for the question. Um, we move on to DJT underscore 44, I think it is. Um, he just, Commented saying that for me, Kieran he has to work his way back into the team. Only way to continue to build that competitive spirit spirit within the squad. Everyone needs to know it. Um, they get a chance and they take it, and then they will play. So yeah, essentially what we were saying. So thank you for that comment. Um, we move on to Sam. I am. Um, she's actually been on the pod before a couple of times. She's a uh, fantastic um, uh, person and and a good friend and she is saying quite a, a long question so just bear with me so she's basically saying do you feel there is a benchmark place for us to judge whether or not Arteta has had a successful season so this is a good question do we expect Champions League European League FA Cup question mark or maybe just an overall better improvement in our play and on the flip side what about an unsuccessful season so we've got to have a go at that one.
1: Yeah, for, for me, I think if he ends anywhere below sixth, and we don't go as far as possible <laughs> in the two domestic cups. Um, for me, I think the cup that we're playing in at the moment, the old league cup, uh, the carabao, whatever you want to call it, you know, Coca Cola, whatever you, you were brought up with, you know, at Littlewoods. Um, <laughs> so I wanna I wanna win that. You know, um, the last time we won that was '93. Um, I was born in '91, so I don't really remember it. So I've never seen us actually properly. You know, I've never seen us win that trophy. So I would like to see us win that. And for me, okay, it gets you Europa Conference. Do I want to be playing in that? No. But the fact that it's over in I believe January, you've got a trophy in the cabinet. Winning, winning breeze, winning. I think you go all you go all out to win that. I think if we win that and get potentially top six, and then, you know, maybe if we do a cup double, that'd be brilliant. Not saying we will, but if we do, that'd be absolutely amazing on top of finishing top six as well. I think that's a bloody great season. But I think if we end up with nothing and he finishes below the top six, after spending all that money as well, he's had a stinker for me. He's had an absolute stinker. And it'd be very hard for me to justify keeping him and it brings back all that negativity that we said we're not going to go into so I'm not going to go into
2: <laughs> yeah I, I I've got agree um, I think last week I we, um, said um, uh, top six for me you know Eddie didn't want to commit you know saying that the European um, you know, uh, target was that was the target it's got to be Europe uh, it's got to be for me top six a cup uh, a, a, you know league cup you know we've got Sunderland in the next round you know we've got a nice draw at home again so we, you know don't want to jinx it but we look like we're in the semi-final um, I think is it two legs still um, yes. against someone
1: probably someone a bit tidy is it the on, um, uh, we played a winner of Spurs West Ham don't we I think that's how or have they not decided oh, it exactly, done, done yet? It. Oh, that's, that's know, what someone uh, on Twitter said so I was like okay right, yeah okay. I'm
2: like cool bring you know, it yeah like, bring yeah, it that's yeah, fine yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know, uh, semi final, you know, c- a couple of games away from, from winning it. Obviously city out of the equation, so that's great. Um and yeah, it, you know, they obviously we know about history of the FA Cup, you know, good running that would be great, but again, it depends on who you who you're up against and who you know, draw against and stuff. But for me, yeah, top six and and, for, and also I uh, um, an identity, a style of play that it looks like where, where he's built or we're where, where, um, forged as such, and we can see it. And it's and it's hopefully bringing positive vibes, obviously, to watch, and it's enjoyable to watch. But I think that's as well, you know, philosophy um, of us being hard to beat, but also like we've got some sort of um, creativity at the top end with the two kids that we've got. Doing, doing, the, doing the business still um, but yeah uh, it's got it, it's, for me it's got to be top six we've got to finish the top six there isn't anything that, that I've seen who we are fighting for those positions that I'm worried about um, and, and the weekend just showed me you know the way we went down and took apart Leicester uh, against you know Brendan, uh, Brendan Rodgers you know who loves played against us he, you know he he, he loves you know, he, he's still dying out on that 5-1 when they beat us 5-1 that time on Sterling uh, storage, Sterling, and Suarez saw us a new one and he's still you know giving it the big one after that um, so the fact that we went down there turned him over um, you know whoever else is around Man United uh, obviously you know the, the other mob um, and um, you know, I'm not worried about them if that's who we're, we're really up against to get into that place, obviously West Ham look, look decent, but I think we, you know, we, we, we can we can be there and thereabouts with them as well. So, for me, yeah, top top six man, that's got to be the target because that would be obviously Europe and you know, we go on from there. Anything less than that, as James said, yeah, it's 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 failure. If you, you know, you can't have that outlay and have that faith from the board and, and the time and not not de- not deliver, especially when you've only got the one. Game of week to prepare with uh, you know against everyone else who, who who hasn't got that. So yeah, yeah, top six and a, and, a, and a trophy will be nice.
0: I, I, for me, it's got to be winning the league. So sorry, we got to win it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're not that far behind, you know? you know. Why not? Why can't we win it? Why not? Why? Why not? No, seriously, on seriously. I mean, I the way we started off this season for me, I I really regressed and I went back to. I don't even care about the result anymore i just want to see a good performance it really came down to i just want to see us perform and we weren't even doing that we were we were showing up and doing nothing and it was so frustrating to watch and i just thought that will be a progression for me just see a good performance but as it's transpired um a little bit of that identity Not, i mean i, I agree with you michael but there is a little bit of that identity coming coming to the fray now or coming to the fore now and it looks like there is a way that we're playing and for me, I'm seeing so much more aggression from the whole team, and we didn't have any of that. It was all very passive and passed backwards and sideways, and they're almost afraid to do anything. What we went a few games without a goal, we went a few games without even a shot on target. It was a joke, and now all of a sudden, they're starting to come, come, you know, come out again. They're starting to come out of their shell, and and, and I and I just feel, given that, I I agree with you. I think definitely a european spot and, and and maybe the league Cup, possibly the fa cup one of the two but anything less I, I think james you hit the nail on the head i think because he's had that money you know it, it will be deemed a failure and it won't be up to us it'll be the board's decision they'll say well sorry we've, we've given you two two and a half seasons now yeah. and you've had loads of money and you've not delivered sorry you've mm-hmm. not gone on being you know you, you promised the champions league in three years didn't he when he first came. So we would be so far away from that. So, but, but I have, I have good faith. I'm but I mean,
1: faith. I I hate to repeat my catchphrases, but he's had 24 play, you know, either signings or renewals. So that is a, a squad because you get a 23 man squad and an extra player. And I'm like, if you can't take, they're, they're all your men. So you've got nowhere to hide. You know, we all said, you know, they're all, seem like they're playing for him and everything. They're all your men. If he can't lead them, to where we need to be, and I don't even think that's hard. I think any manager would go, I can get that lot into top six. Maybe there'll be some that go, I can even get them top four. So Mm. to to set the benchmark at sixth, I think is reasonable and achievable. But one thing I will just say, just to throw a curveball question out there of my own, I want to say if we get to the final, but I'll I'll be bold when we get to the Carabao. Thank you, James. When Thank we get you. to the Carabao Cup final, are you still sticking with Leno and Goal, Pepe, Eddie? Whoa. Are you sticking with the men who potentially got us there, or are you going? Because for me, wow. I, remember, I remember Richard Wright played every single game of the FA Cup run, and then he dropped him for C, he drops uh, him for Seaman, didn't he, in the final against Chelsea. I would do the same. I don't care. For me, I think Leno might be going in January potentially. Anyway, but I would drop him in a heartbeat for Ramsdale in the final. I'd be like, sorry. Listen,
0: you. listen, listen. As much as I grow very fond of some players, as you guys know, very fond. Um, for me, it's still over the overriding factor is the club, yeah. and it's about the club's success. Yes, of course, I'm. I I want players individually to do well. For themselves and I want them to be happy and I want to be you know relishing in any success but ultimately it's about the club and if we get to any final you play your best players no matter who got you exactly exactly yeah
1: yeah I mean you you lot wouldn't have me on if Eddie scored in the final anyway <laughs> no, I I think we would have to try and banish yeah. you. I don't know yeah. if I'm an
0: admin rights of that WhatsApp group, I'd have to ban you from everything.
1: So <laughs> at I'm least so yeah, kidding. at least mute me for a couple of hours or days. Yeah. <laughs> a
0: couple of hours I'd have to be about two years.
1: <laughs> I would die out anyway I really would.
0: <laughs> Let's move on to what I think is the final question. If it isn't and if we miss out on anyone, I'm blaming Jack because he's actually source the questions for us. So it's all Jack's fault. Yeah. So apologies in advance if we have missed anyone out. And what we'll try and do is if we have, we'll, we'll find them and we'll try and mention you on the next one. But um, all that earlier about one, the
1: praise for the people behind the scenes, straight yeah. in, blame someone behind the scenes. I love it, Neil. Great, great host. Of course, of course. The best. So it works both ways, mate. It's it's great. Great. It works it's it's the both ways. Brilliant. So, I love it. I love it.
0: So <laughs> this is from, God, my, I, I really to be had my glasses on. I think it's R R R A or someone um, they've got quite a nice, very funky profile. Partly, partly. But anyway, uh, no. In terms of it's very red and blue, and I don't know. But oh, anyway, I thought you said a, else. Then I
1: was like, I hope it's not them
0: who's answering. No, no, no. I wouldn't say such things. I'm a good boy. Um, I, I think he's asking something really, really interesting. So it's a good one. So he's saying, and thank you for the question, by the way. What's wrong with Nicholas Pepe? Everything, every time he's on, he's out of sync with the rest. Too many touches on the ball. Do you do you oh, I'm trying to say do you think he's holding back do you think he is holding back development for other younger players? I'm not sure what he means by that. I'd rather give Martinelli Stroke Reese Nelson that spot. Should we look to sell him? So he's basically questioning what's happening with Pepe, what's gone wrong with Pepe, what what do you think the reasons could be and whether we should be giving another player a chance in his stead? So who would like to take that?
2: Everyone's, um, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty much, pretty much what uh, what, what I touched upon last last week. He's too busy uh, tr- trying to draw the digits of uh, of the girls over at um, yeah, the front row um, over on the east end. I think. Um, um, no, I, I think the only thing you can say with, with Pepe is he's only going to get opportunities in this compet- competition we've just discussed, the League Cup, and obviously when it when it comes around the FA Cup. Um, And again, unless there's a serious injury to someone, hopefully there isn't, you know, Saka, I I imagine, or, uh, then he'll get a run in the team. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange because, um, you saw the way he, he, you know, see the clips and what he did for Lille and, you know, the guy was devastating. Um, and and it's just maybe the way the team set up. I mean, obviously a manager with maybe a more attacking philosophy, you know, you, 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 if you're talking fantasy stuff, you would like a, ask him to ask Wenger to be managing um, Pepe, you know, and imagine what he would have done in terms of the way he developed people who were more attack-minded and what he did to them. And you imagine what, um, you know, a, a, a prime Wenger would do with, with him on, on, on the company every day. Um, getting that belief and confidence out of him, I think he would be a, a well-beer now. I seriously believe that if you had that sort of manager behind him and someone who Devoted that time on him, he would have, he would, he would, have blossomed so much. And it could be, it could be that it could be just because of the instructions that Arteta has and how regimented he is, and um, and how he might, he just, it just doesn't flow with him, you know. And there are players like that who, who, who are more, you know, carefree. They're more, you know, uh, I can't find the word, but um, they're more, um, you know, they just like to just, you know have a little, you know, they've got flair and they just like to just let you know, play their game. Express yeah, themselves. express themselves. It'd be spontaneous. And I, and I think, um, again, you know, Joe touched it last week. Yes, it's great for coaching, but you've got to allow a little bit of expression and let, let them to, to, to work things out. And that's what Arsenal used to do so much. He used to say so much, I should say, that you've got to let the players work out work out themselves. You, talk, you you show them the guidelines whatever structure, but you've got to let them work out themselves and let them, you know, solve problems themselves and um I think because he's he's under a manager who's obviously got so regimented and so focused he just it just doesn't it's not connecting and it's not it's not working um which is a shame because obviously we know he's got the ability but it's just the application and um the dedication and, and the attitude and taking that accountability again you know actually you know you, you, your job is that way and going back as well and um and he obviously doesn't like to do uh, the stuff going back he's more you know you see it when he loses the ball you see he's a, that second slower to react to to make that effort to make that jog you know and um, he doesn't you know, he I doesn't play
1: well effort. with Tommy Asu you can see it already I don't think that's mm, going to work
2: yeah um, so um,
1: and I think he's, I imagine
2: you know, Yeah, it's a shame it's a shame yeah. because I, you, know, you can only see it happening one, going one way and that's how we're going to be alone uh with an option to 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 sell or whatever or or Mm. someone comes in for him
1: uh, Mm. I I think I think he's just completely void of all confidence as well I think last Mm. year when he was coming in and he's performing and yet he couldn't get the games over willian still regardless of everything that William done he obviously had the incident at Leeds where he got completely thrown under the bus by the manager for what he did Granite Jacko then gets a red card and it's just like well you know that happens So it's, you know, it's the mixed signal that he's getting there. And I just just think he's completely, he's a confidence player. You can see he's a guy that I think he needs an arm around him. He needs to know that he's loved. He needs to know the fans, you know, love him and everything. That There are times where, and I've heard, you know, um, players that have played for the club say sometimes the badge can weigh too heavy. And I think the pressure that, okay, none of it's his fault because, um, you know, we all saw what happened to the people that were involved in the deal to get him in you know, they're, they're no longer here. So there was clearly some foul play or manipulation, if you know, allegedly before uh, we get thrown off the air um, <laughs> at hand with uh, that signing. And um, yeah, I just sadly don't think that um, it's, he's he's going to live up to what everybody believed when we signed him. Um, I I really want to persist because I believe the talent is there. I believe that the player can do what we need to do. It's just at the moment, especially with the competitions you know we're not in as many competitions we're not having as many games um the young players that have come in have completely eclipsed him they just have they just because with saka he does both um people are saying okay maybe i want to see pepe on the left because he's probably better there than he is on the right but on the left now you've got smith rowe who like i said before i've questioned what he's like going the other way but he's doing you know you look at the heat maps for the guy He's doing the doggy work there. Then he's bombing forward after a Bamiyang flicks it on and scoring guts. So there's just no way in. There's just no way in. I mean, um, Odegaard's another one. People are like, you know, oh, when's he going to get games and everything He'll get brought on. Don't worry. And he's talented enough. And there might be a time where he starts again. So there will be. But in terms of Pepe, I can't, you know, I just cannot see unless, like Michael said, and I don't want it to happen unless there is a catastrophic injury to somebody. There's just no way in. There's just no way in.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, th- I, th- I think they're great answers by both of you. Fab- fabulous. So thank you for that. Thank you for the question. But I agree. I think he's he's, he's almost been left behind. They have excelled so quickly so in the last few games. It's almost like, ordinarily, it'd be a, it'd probably be a starter probably one every two games. Yeah. But now, it's like, they've got players that are doing what what Arteta wants them to do in his way, in a, in a very good way. So, Where's a space for Pepe? I feel bad. I think I think you're right, James. I think he's got such good raw talent. He has got raw talent. Sorry, um, and I it would be a shame to lose him. But if it's not going to work for him, it, and what Michael you said earlier, it might just Arteta's style might not just be suiting him. Whereas a Wenger style could have it. It just could be one of those things where we have to cut our losses and say goodbye, um, and hope hope for the best for the player because he comes across as a decent fellow, and you know it, it's just what it, it is. What it is. It's one of those things. So. I think that's the end of the questions. And as I said, if we have missed anyone, I really, really apologise. Uh, we'll try and find any if there were and see if we can answer them in the next pod, if, if that's possible. Um, so I think what we'll do just very quickly before we do predictions for uh, the game at the weekend, um, we just will do a little, just little takeaway from the Leicester games. It was such a good game. Um, just each of us, uh, if, if whoever wants to start first, just what they what they want took away from the game, just very briefly. We'll do predictions and then we'll wrap, wrap up the, the pod. So, who wants to go first? I'll go first. There you go. Decision made. Um, so, I thought, um, like I said earlier, I thought it was a game of two halves. I think it was a very important win because we, we performed well against Villa. And to, I've always likened this is really stupid. I might it stupid. I've always likened football almost to like tennis where you're serving and then you break. And I always like the break to winning it away from home. And we did that. We got the result against Villa. It was a great performance. We sustained it for what eighty percent of the game, so we kept our serve, and then we had to go and break serve to a, potentially a very difficult side, uh, being Leicester. And I think we did it with aplomb. You know, we 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 played really well from the get go, and then we, we showed all our attacking flair at the start. You know, Saka had a great chart. Did made a great run right at the start, uh, which could have led to us a, a goal very early on, Um and you know we started as we meant to go on for that first half particularly i just wanted to quickly say that i thought that uh johnny evans should have been sent off i thought that was a blatant red card because there was another game where the red card was given and i don't even think that was
1: as as harsh that 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 fell so there was two again yeah well there you go so, so you had the laporte one and then you had the one for concert and yeah. like you said that they're even worse the, the one for so, johnny evans is worse
0: it's it's disgusting, I mean it's so blatant. I mean, and this is this is where I I my, all my conspiracy theories come out and, and and I shouldn't let it happen to me, but I do and I was disgusted by that decision. But anyway, it didn't, it didn't change the, the 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 game, thank goodness. Um and so there was that incident. I just thought Ramsdale, I need to say something about Ramsdale. What I took away from the game is how immense this player has become in such a short period of time. Um also, with some of the other signings, who either way are unbeaten, so great signings, unbeaten still. Long may that continue. Um, he's got everything. He's quick. He's agile. He's commanding. He's a leader. Uh, he's vocal. He's good at the air. He's good at using his body. You know, uh, he saved. He had, he had a variety of saves. If you think about it, in one game, um, he used his body in one. He came out off his line quickly to stop body check. Another one. I think there was Lookman. There was Barnes. The amazing free kick save from um, uh, uh, God Madison. And even that save, he still had to follow it up. And he did. Partey then took it off the line. So credit to Partey. I just thought Ramsdale is a phenomenal signing. And I still am going to stick with my guns. And I'm going to say now that he is going to become the best keeper in the world. Without a doubt. So there you go. That's my takeaway from the game. Ramsdale. Off you go, lads.
2: Well, I, I unfortunately I missed the game. Um, I, I was uh, t- taking my little girl to play her game of football, but obviously I, was, I, I followed the the, uh, the the chat in the group and um, saw the highlights. And obviously, yeah, everyone going crazy about Ramsdale and his his saves, and yeah, just everything about the guy. He you know, he he's brought such a such a feel-good, you know, energy, you know, to to the team and to the fan base. You know, everyone sort of, you know, you see on Twitter. Oh, I, I, I apologize, you know, I was wrong about him or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, it's not it's not about that. It's just you know, again, it's just you know, people who are doing that, fair play to them, because you will get others who say, "Oh, I was always thought he was, you know, the bees knees, whatever," and, and they didn't. But it's just for. The fan base together, obviously the wins, but it's just seeing the performances and seeing people actually caring about, you know, playing or representing the club and actually enjoy representing the club and putting everything forward. There was a there was a clip I saw, I think, from a corner where Ramsdale seemed to be going for Johnny Evans, um, and he seemed to be getting pulled back by a few of the, few of the players, and just that, you know, and that and, you know, say so really we're not a soft touch anymore. You know, you, you can't you can't mess around with us anymore because we're you're not having it, you know, all, you know, you look at the size of the team, you know, all people you look at it. Tommy Yasu, you're over six foot, you got um Gabriel over six foot, Ramsdale, part you know, the uh, party, it goes on, you know, obviously a Bamiyan, you know, he's like a rake, but he's over six <laughs> six foot. Um, you know, the, the, all of a sudden, you know, the, the heights there and, and and the and the you know the, the old go back to the old days, you know, when there used to be the high be if one used to lose the game already. It's just little things like that, seeing that there's a there's a brief and you know whether that's Ramsdale gets it because he's he's, he's British maybe he's, he's a British keeper he gets it you know British keepers are generally bonkers anyway you know they're probably something wrong with them. but you know he, he seems like a really you know jovial really really good guy comes so well with his in in the way he talks and everything really humble but there's this you can there's this uh drive for him to do well and want to improve and everything and, and you Can't knock that, and uh, you know, it's just great to, to, to see the, 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 the highlights. I just wish I, I was able to watch the game before, but uh, yeah, we just got to keep it going when we play um, at the weekend against um, I call them the expendables because they're, they're basically mercenaries. Uh, Watford, I mean, you, you don't know none of these players who these players are, they've all come chasing the, the Premier League dollar, you know, they all come in with chasing the dough. You know, I don't know, you, you know, you look at their lineup. up, it's like, who's that? Where are they getting from? They're just nurseries man they'll they'll be gone in half of God in January and it just is such a weird club but anyway no great great result um you know and uh yeah I know I I, I predicted the draw but uh but no I absolutely delighted we 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 turned them over you know the sorry, you, you sent the clip um uh James of um the celebrations at the end of the game and Madison I bet you Madison wished, wished he, he could sneak into the uh Dressing room, he looked longingly into the dressing room. Wow,
1: yeah, man, yeah. You know he was, he be, was yeah, he was literally, he was literally glaring, he was glaring at the Arsenal players as if to be like, Yeah, mm. yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, he was proper
2: looking as well, he was proper lingering, like looking, like, as he was walking past. But, yeah <laughs> Oh, well,
0: <laughs> Michael, as you touched on the Watford game, do you want to give before we move on to James's
2: takeaway from the game? Uh, do you want to give us a prediction for Watford? Um, I'd say we win that 3 0. Uh, not for the funny side, man. They, they, they obviously they turned everything over big time, didn't they? Um, but i say 3 0. Might be a big case because Ranieri you know, yeah. I like Renieri, but um, yeah, I say 3 mm-hmm. 0. And um, say Bamiyang to score.
0: Okay, James, your takeaway, please.
1: Yeah, um, I th- obviously, like I said, I missed the first half, but I've, w- I've watched it all back and everything else, and um you know he's probably going to love this bit um jack for months and months and months spoke about how lacassette is building these attacks and how we should build that front around lacassette obviously that's before Obamian went on this little run um obviously he didn't score in the last game so you know it can all change you know opinions are allowed to change before uh People start, you know, there is one certain person uh, that, that doesn't allow you to have your opinions change. Your your favourite friend and Jack's brother. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's hilarious. He, he's got to come back one day. He really has. Um, but for me, yeah, I think Lacassette was absolutely pivotal again, as well as Rams And, uh, you know, we've praised a lot of the back line. But, yeah, Lacassette did a really, really good job. I mean, uh, Smith Rowe goal comes from him being a nuisance, really and then they try and clear it and it lands at it, and it's a brilliant finish so yeah long long may it continue and then uh Watford um I was going to do three 0 so I won't copy I won't copy Michael so I'm going to go four nil um and I'm going to go with Lacassette to score first it's one of them fan- fantasy Danny Ings is uh supposedly out I know you did well at fantasy. Was it this weekend or the weekend like before, Michael? I know you 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 got the most points in my league, I think, even last week or the week before. I can't remember. You smashed it. So Ings is gonna have to go and I don't know whether to get a Bamiang or a Lacassette. It's one of them. Which one do I pick? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go for Lacassette. I think I'm gonna go for Lacassette.
0: Okay, thank you, James. Um, interesting. Thank you for taking my prediction away from me. Brilliant. Sorry. So now I have to change it. You're going
1: to so, have, have, have to go 5-0. <laughs> well, I've always been optimistic, haven't
0: I? Christ. I'm, I don't want to say 2-0. I think we've been too generous to for there. No. I, 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 I Yeah. I'll, all right, what the hell? 5-0. 5-0. <laughs> and I'm going to go for something different because Gabrielle surprised me. So I'm going to say Ben White will get his goal. So Ben White, 5-0 come on you gunners yes that's, that's what I'm going that's for
1: that's one um, we're not sponsored by any of the betting apps but uh, if you were to put 5-0 Ben White any time I reckon you would yeah you would <laughs> rake it in if you were to put that on
0: Mentioning <laughs> the rake word again that made me laugh <laughs> you say it yet? was great it was great <laughs> Sorry It's
1: one, one, one of them uh, What do you call it Like backhanded It's a polite insult Yeah Yeah It's great, great.
0: That was so funny <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Apart from having that He's tall But he's a rake <laughs> That really tickled me. So anyway, look He's not wrong. He's not. Anyway, well, maybe Jack will emerge as the Phoenix, rise from the flames and come back and uh, regain his hosting uh, responsibilities in the next one. So we don't know. We'll wait and see. Um, I'm guessing we will pod after the next game. I'm not sure when, but we will try and do it. Um, Might be a different combination of people. We'll see again. It depends on people's timings, etc., and um, I just want to say one more thanks to um, you guys now so James thank you for coming on Michael thank you for coming always a pleasure and remains to be seen how we do against Watford let's see which one of us get the uh, smashing right whether it's 3, 4 or 5 hopefully a clean sheet is the important thing a win and a clean sheet would be fantastic so that's it guys thank you for joining hope you enjoyed it and until next time come on you Arsenal come on you guys I'm